Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Paul Also Girl Show. We're going to be here until 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, earlier we heard from uh, Mary Dwyer, who uh, is part of the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, talked a lot about the resources and services that they offer, uh, current projects they're working on, past projects, and uh, the future projects that they have. Uh, like I said, from the 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock segment, we'll be talking with Erin Riley, who is the owner, director, and a teacher at the Dance Factory in Attleboro, and she's actually in studio right now. Erin, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so basically, I met Erin, was uh, a friend of mine, was uh, helping uh, the Nevins Farm in Methuen, Massachusetts, collecting uh, pet supplies for uh, the uh, the fires that happened in Andover or North Andover, uh, Andover. And so I you know, put a post out on social media asking for help, and Erin uh, reached out and said, uh, you know, she had the dance factory. They would set it up as kind of like a donation spot uh, for people to donate. And so they collected a bunch of food, a bunch of pet supplies. Um, there was, uh, you know, crates there, food and toys and whatnot. And then I actually met her mother, too, when I was campaigning. And I, and I recognized the face, but I couldn't put it together where I met her. Uh, but anyway, so Aaron helped out, and then I mentioned, like, I'd love to have you on the radio because you do a lot in our community, too. So uh, it's great to have you on. Thanks. Finally. <laughs> Thanks. I know. It feels like it was so long ago. I know. <laughs> but um, so I figured it'd be kind of a cool way to kind of uh, tell the community who you are and kind of we'll talk about the Dance Factory, too, uh, different projects you guys work on and whatnot. But to start, uh, could you just explain a little bit about... Uh, like a bio of you, who you are, kind of what you do. Sure. So my name is Erin Riley, and I'm the director and owner and a teacher at the Dance Factory in Attleboro. That's and it's three three paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're located downtown Attleboro. It's 35 Park Street. And um, this is my 15th year in business, so we're celebrating a special anniversary this year. And um, before I owned the Dance Factory, I went to Bridgewater State College, and I got my teacher's license in the state of Massachusetts to teach dance, and I received my bachelor's degree in dance education. So I've been dancing my whole life, and um, having the dance studio has been a goal of mine since I was in elementary school so that's awesome yeah. i used to work at the dominoes right down the street from bridgewater oh get in, out in east bridgewater i swear <laughs> we used to we used to be up until like three o'clock in the morning we uh we would deliver pizza to bridgewater i'm until, sure you would till three o'clock in the morning uh, but cool uh and your your degree is in uh my degree is in dance education and i have a minor in um education so oh, okay. my my background is learning how to be a teacher so because I knew I you know you can be a good dancer you can be a great performer um, and you can be a really good teacher but it's it's tricky to be both so I wanted to be able to you know be a performer and have great stage presence and then also learn how to choreograph and produce a show and own a business and then teach people how to dance as well and all the different ages they're all different. All of everyone learns differently. So, you know, it's never a dull moment. It's always exciting. You never know what you're going to get. Every day is different. Absolutely. (laughs) Is there kind of like uh, when you were creating um, the Dance Factory, was there like a typical goal or like a mission you kind of had behind it? I wanted it to be, um, our tagline is your neighborhood dance school. I wanted it to be a a serious dance school where you would really learn how to dance and but have it be open to just regular people like just the everyday person all ages um having it be open and beginner friendly to anyone of like i said any age um i didn't want it to be um pigeonholed into like one specific kind of person i wanted it to be you know, your, your neighborhood dance school. So, you know, anyone could come and really, really learn how to dance and really get a good background and an education. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It's weird because I've driven by that like a hundred times. And then that was like my first time going into it was actually. Uh, it's very deceiving from the front when people drive by um, and then they actually come in. It goes, the building goes very far back. It's very deep. So yeah, when yeah. people come in, they're like, wow. I didn't know it went, you know, I didn't know it was this big. Because in the studio we have, in the building we have two dance studios and 
um, a cubby area, two bathrooms, a big large waiting room. There's parking um, in the back and there's parking on the street. So, I mean, it's it's very deceiving from the front. Yeah, and if somebody wants to swing by the dance studio, what, how, what's the uh, the address they can get, get to it? It's 35 Park Street in downtown Attleboro, and our office hours are Monday through Thursday, 4 to 8 p.m., and Fridays and Saturdays, 9.30 to 11. Awesome. I want to get it out of the way just in case someone gets sick of my voice and just shuts it off. <laughs> <laughs> so at least at least, at least you got that plug in so there. So you know where to find me. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, so at the dance studio, they're like uh, – you guys do some, uh, uh, if I can talk, specific <laughs> programs. We do. We have lots of different programs. Um, we have, for our youngest is 18 months. Wow. So right now we have a me and my baby class. It's 18 months to three-year-olds where those kids can come in with their moms or an adult or whoever, you know, a caregiver, and they can um, have a dance class. So that's for those kids. And then we have classes for two and three-year-olds and four and five-year-olds. We have tap and ballet combo classes or um, acrobatics and hip-hop classes. Our acro teacher, Miss Amanda Foster, she just got certified by the acrobatic arts program, which is um, the people who worked with Cirque du Soleil. So um, she just learned a whole bunch of new acro stuff for the kids. And then for six to eight-year-olds, we have ballet, tap, jazz, hip-hop, um, and then 9 to 12-year-olds, same thing, ballet, tap, jazz, hip-hop, acrobats. Um, some of our older girls just got their point shoes, which is a big deal. Um, in their ballet classes, we have recreational classes where the kids can just come once a week for 45 minutes and take a class. Or we have um, a competition team where the kids come multiple times during the week and then they you know they study a little bit more seriously and then they go to local competitions and um, perform against other dance studios in the area those kids have danced um, at the Dungan Donuts Center in Providence they've been the halftime show for the Harlem Globetrotters Um, yeah so I mean and then we have adult classes um, where Anyone, any age, we do drop-in adult classes once once a month, um, all different subjects. It's just based on interest where you can come in, no commitment, pay a drop-in fee, and take a dance class. Awesome. Yeah, so everybody's welcome. Absolutely. Alrighty, folks, we're in studio with Erin Riley, who is the owner, director, and a teacher at the Dance Factory. I was talking a little about the the dance studio in general, kind of what they offer, some of the projects that they're going to be working on. Uh, so when we come back, we'll get more into um, – Maybe more programs and then uh, past projects they've done, current projects, and uh, uh, future projects. So stick around. We'll, We'll be right back after these messages. Rhode Island College will hold their fall open house on Saturday, November 3rd from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. in the Murray Center. Prospective students will have the opportunity to meet one-on-one with faculty and staff to learn about programs and student services. Students can explore Rick's campus through tours of the Quad, Fine and Performing Arts Center, Residence Halls, and the Rec Center. There will also be academic presentations and an informational presentation on admissions and financial aid. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, Visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Looking to make a difference? Have extra time during the week? The Literacy Center is looking for you. By becoming a volunteer at the Literacy Center, you could help someone learn to read, study for their citizenship test, learn English, and even help them with their high school equivalency. For more information on how to volunteer or join the next tutor training, you can view our website at theliteracycenter.com or call 508-226-3603. The Literacy Center, building a better community. Whether it is race, religion, or sexual orientation, 
Human rights and equality is a constant struggle that has changed form throughout history. On November 6th, Massachusetts voters will decide the future of protection for transgender people by prohibiting discrimination in public accommodations on the basis of gender identity. This week on AACS Catch, Question 3 Ballot Presentation, an initiative designed to promote freedom for all of the people of Massachusetts. You can watch this program and all of our quality programs from around the area in high definition on the AACS mobile app. Alrighty, folks, we're back in studio with Erin Riley, who is the owner, director, and a teacher at the Dance Factory. We talked briefly about her background and kind of um, her goal starting the Dance Factory and kind of uh, some of the programs that they offer. But you're also pretty involved in the community, right? You do different uh, programs and uh you do a program like in St. John's, right? The school? I do. Um, I'm part of the enrichment program at St. John's School in Attleboro. And once a week, I I call it my traveling dance school. And I go over to St. John's and I teach a dance class once a week in the after school program. Um, sometimes we do hip hop. Sometimes we do creative dance. Sometimes we do jazz. Um, but I go over there and, you know, I get to expose kids to dance class that may have never been involved in something like that. Um, I bring all kinds of props. We have ribbons and scarves and bean bags and, you know, they, I make sure I have a lot of um, kid-friendly and age-appropriate music. Um, and, you know, it just gets to expose a lot of kids that, you know, might not think of going to a dance class or, you know, have a chance to go to something like that. And it's, you know, that's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's the, um, just because I'm curious, like the ratio between, uh, like, male to female like oh. students you get? Because <laughs> I, I think sometimes people think, oh, that's a girl thing. Guys can't do it. Yeah. But guys do do it. Though. We actually have man teachers. We have three male teachers. We have uh, Mr. Wallace, who is one of our ballet teachers. And then we have Joa and Gio, who teach hip hop. So we have, you know, we have a lot of different teachers at the studio. We have, um, I think, in one of our hip hop classes, we have five little boys. They're between the ages of six and 12. And then we have an all boys hip hop class. My brother used to dance until he graduated from high school. Um, it's Yeah, it's definitely very boy-friendly. A lot of boys tap, a lot of boys tumble. They do hip-hop. So, I mean, I would say I have a, a boy on my competition team. That's so awesome. it's definitely very boy-friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so talking about uh, some of the projects, what are some of the past projects the studio uh, has done uh, or in the, maybe some of the current ones that you guys are working on or hope sure. to get to? Well, every year we have our annual dance recital, and for the past, this will be the fourth year that we've had our recital at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence. Okay. So that was super exciting when we got to move. We used to have our recitals at the high school in Attleboro, and that was great. Um, but we just ran out of space, and we didn't have enough seats. So we got to move to that venue, and that's very exciting. I think it's important for the kids to be able to have their end-of-the-year performance in a space that makes them feel like they're rock stars. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a really nice theater. The The whole entire staff there is awesome. Um, so that's something we get to do every year. We've done, we do local competitions during the year. The Like I said, the competition team, they've danced as the halftime show for the Harlem Globetrotters. We've performed um, during the intermission for the Providence Bruins. Um, we've done the Attleboro Memorial Day Parade. Let's see, what else have we done? Um, we've danced at um, the Life Care Center in Attleboro at La Salette. So we've done a lot of different um, things. And like I said, we have that annual performance every year at um, at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium. That's kind of like the big thing that, you know, culminates everything. That's awesome. I'm kind of uh, obviously new to kind of like the dance world my intro is just like going in there but uh, uh like in terms of like competition right, yeah. is it um like different studios that you're competing with or is it like just within yes um you sign up you go to a regional competition and with anyone from anywhere could sign up to go to that competition and then the competitions are divided by age group group size 
um, the subject that they're performing, tap, jazz, ballet, hip-hop, whatever it might be, acro, um, and then also by how many hours they're in the studio. And recently, our group just got bumped up to the most competitive category, which was awesome. You know, we started in the in like the the entry level, which was like the recreational category, they would call it. And um, they've they've been doing better every year. So we got bumped up bumped up to a more competitive category in the past. Um, I've won lots of choreography awards and last year we won the studio of excellence award at the united states tournament of dance and then this past year we just won um reader's choice for best dance school from the readers of sun chronicle so if you read the sun chronicle and you voted for us thank you that was great so basically erin's a big deal is what she's (laughs) trying to say (laughs) and her studio's number one uh but that's cool yeah I, i was always curious how I don't know. I just didn't know too much about the dance competitions in general. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's just like anything else. If if it's not something that you have ever been exposed to, yeah. you don't really know anything about it. If you didn't, um, if you didn't have any sisters or or may, I mean, because how or you saw something on TV that sparked your interest or a show that you know you saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like anything else. If you asked me a question about something i had no experience in yeah, i yeah, would yeah, yeah. i would know nothing so <laughs> do you, uh i don't know is it dancing with the stars is that like a popular show with you and your students or is it like um i like world of dance personally of dance? i i i like i like dancing with the stars we all like Derek huff and julianne huff but there's just the commercials there there's so many commercials and there's so much talking <laughs> i'm like just show me the dancing yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> But I, I will I will watch anything um, that's related to that because you never know what you're going to see that's yeah. going to give you an idea or it might spark something that makes you think of something else. I, I try to expose myself to all different all different um, genres of, of dance and TV shows that have dancing in it or um, going to see different shows like live shows, live theater, or listening to all different kinds of music, um, so that you're you're exposed and you're always up to date. Um, I always try to the teachers and I at the studio. We always try to stay current and try to keep taking classes or do online tutorials or go to different workshops and classes so that we're improving as teachers and we're not getting stale and stagnant in what we're teaching the kids and we're trying to stay current and see what yeah. you know the kids are interested in too because you know it just keeps them more engaged in you know the material that we're teaching them yeah uh going back to the show like i'm always curious about this because my background when i played college when i played when i played college when i played football in college mm-hmm. uh when i watch a football game sometimes i'm in like an analytical mode <laughs> and i'm kind of like analyzing it and i have to like take myself out of it totally. are you like that with, <laughs> totally. when you watch the dance too? totally yeah? yes oh yes any i definitely watch things and and um you know Big things are like pointed feet, stretched legs, um, performance value. Like, do the people that you're watching, do they look like they're having a good time? Is it is it enjoyable to watch? Um, oh yeah, I I I like self critique things <laughs> all the time when I'm watching stuff on TV awesome. or live. Or yeah, I'm totally like that too. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Already, folks, we're in studio with Erin Riley, who is the owner, director, and a teacher at the Dance Factory. Kind of talking about her background, uh, the Dance Factory in general, the goals behind it. Uh, some of the programs they offer, and some of the projects that they're working on. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about some of the projects and the, uh, the studio in general. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. BCC Taunton's College 101 will be held on Thursday, November 15th from 2.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Attending students will learn how to apply to any college. They will be instructed on the college application process from start to finish. Attendees will also learn about meeting application deadlines, applying for financial aid, finding and applying for scholarships, writing the college essay, and getting college recommendations. 
Claudino's Auto Repair, located at 310 South Main Street in Attleboro, is celebrating 25 years in the auto and truck repair business. Over the years, John Claudino and his team of mechanics have worked to build a long-lasting rapport with their customers. From oil changes to diagnostics, transmissions, and routine maintenance on foreign and domestic cars and trucks, Claudino's will keep your vehicle running. Claudino's Auto Repair, 508-226-8545 or at claudinosautorepair.com. Who said that? Me, down here. <gasps> what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. Well, uh, what are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. Don't you remember me? Don't you know that we miss you? Miss me? Who misses me? You know, all your friends in the forest. The trees, the pond, that little fort that you made out of branches. We all miss you. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, I guess that makes sense. This forest is not that far away. Have an adventure today. I'm sure your mom would take you. You're right. I should get out. I want to have fun. Plant puddles, catch frogs, and climb trees. Hey, Mom! Yeah, hon? <gasps> Stephen! What is that in your hand? It's my sense of adventure, Mom. It's telling me we need to get out of the house and have some fun in nature today. Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, folks, we're back in studio with Aaron Riley, who is the owner, director, and a teacher at the Dance Factory here in Attleboro. Uh, we're talking about the program, uh, the studio in general, uh, her goals behind it, some of the programs that she's worked on. But ultimately, uh, if someone wants to, like, let's say someone's listening or they see it later on and they're interested in, uh, you know, putting maybe their child or, or themselves in uh, the program, how does someone go about registering? How can they uh, do that? Sure. So right now we are accepting registration for all of our dance classes, all different ages um, from now. And they'll sign up now for November and they'll join a program that runs from September to June. And like I said, it's not too late to register. So what they would do, like I said, it's any age, any subject, any ability, um, they would call the studio. The phone number is 508-222-0207, or they can email me. And my email is Erin, E-R-I-N, the letter K, Riley, R-E-I-L-L-Y, at yahoo.com. And they can just call or send me an email and say, I'm interested in dance class. This is how old I am. If you have a son, a daughter, a niece, a nephew, a cousin, granddaughter, anybody will Anybody is welcome. Um, our website is thedancefactoryattleboro.com, and on there it has a list of classes, subjects, days, times, ages, everything, um, all the tuition rates and everything. You can find all that information there, or like I said, call or email, or you can stop by the studio Monday through Thursday, 4 to 8 p.m., or Fridays and Saturdays from 9.30 to 11, and just come in, and we will find a dance class that fits what you're looking for. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pitch. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> they say you need a, a five-second el- or it's either elevator five or ten speech. an elevator speech yeah. so that would be mine i guess that's pretty good <laughs> just good tell stuff. me just tell me how old you are and i will tell you all your choices and i'll find a dance class that you would be happy in that's awesome <laughs> um starting the, the factory in general and some of the programs you've done so far what's kind of uh i don't know like the most rewarding thing that you've experienced so far being uh, like the owner and just a teacher in general mm-hmm. what's some of the things that I think it. I think the best part is at the end of the year when we have our recital and seeing all the kids perform what they have learned and you think back to the beginning of the year or even some kids like I said this is my 15th year some kids I have had for 15 years I some of these kids I literally see four times a week for you know, three hours a day, um, I you really get for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and just thinking about how far that they have come and especially the ones who start when they're little and they stay with you and they get older and you think, wow, everything they, everything they know is because I taught them that. It, yeah. It's just, it's, it's so fulfilling and so rewarding and coming out at the end of the recital and just saying thank you to everybody for their support and being part of the studio. I think 
I I think that's like so fulfilling. Like I said, when the kids you see what they've actually accomplished, and not not everything comes easy to everybody. And thinking about things that the kids have worked on or goals that they've had, um, and seeing them achieve it, and knowing that they did it because of what because of you that I think that's the best part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, prior to this uh, like interview, I was looking up a bunch of things, right? Because I, I, I wanted to mention some of the benefits, like the health benefits obviously dancing has, which I think people are pretty aware of, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. just to name a few. Uh, increased muscular strength, endurance, and motor fitness. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Some things that we were talking about with the kids this year were strength and flexibility and performance skills and and, and endurance. So yeah, those are definitely things we talk about in the studio. So it's not just learning how to dance, but you guys do touch on some of the um, like the health components of. Absolutely. Sometimes the in some of the classes, the first you know the first couple things that they do in class are all like strength building and and cardio and and endurance and flexibility. Um, so yeah, it's definitely definitely beneficial to their health. Yeah, absolutely. So then I was like, the nerd in me, I got more curious <laughs> about this stuff, right? So I was looking up and some of the shows we've done, I've done like, you know, this day in history and everyone knows that I'm like at work, I know everyone because I say fun fact, like something, <laughs> someone will just, just pop in my head and I'll say fun fact. Um, but I wanted to mention to our listeners because I think this was pretty interesting. There was um, a study that was published in the New England uh, Journal of Medicine. It was a 21 year study of senior citizens, 75 and older. Uh, which was led by Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York City. And so basically what they found in this study was that uh, dancing reduced the, uh, the risk of dementia by 76% as opposed to reading, which was 35%, uh, bicycling and swimming, which was 0%, uh, doing crossword puzzles, which was at least four times a week, four days a week at 47%, and then golf at 0%. Zero, zero <laughs> But when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, that kind of makes sense because aging and memory, like there is some coordination that goes into to dancing and mm-hmm. you, have, you do have to think about it. Absolutely. I, I tell the kids a lot because a lot of the kids that come to the dance factory in Attleboro, they do other activities as well, whether they play soccer or they run cross country or they pl- do track or, or they're in the marching band or they're in chorus or all different or Girl Scouts or anything really. Um, Dancing is different because they have to connect their brain to their body and their brain is thinking while they're moving and it's not like they're running and they're they're just they're just running (laughs) (laughs) or they're sitting at a desk and they're typing and just their brain is working when they dance they have to connect those two things and there's not a lot of different skill sets that require that so it that definitely i 100 percent believe that hopefully <laughs> i will never get dementia <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, uh so how did your uh, interest for the, the dance even start was it when i was in elementary school my parents signed me up for dance class and in the fourth grade i told my teacher that i wanted to grow up and have her job so (laughs) so um really my parents set me on the right track um to do that they heard me say that and that's that's the direction we went and i did my part and did well in school and um you know made sure that i followed through on my commitments and being on a dance team and and um, you know learning my craft and then applying to college and getting into a college that was not only a performance school but a performance and education school and then um, when I graduated just put in the pedal to the metal and just and it's it doesn't it didn't come quickly like this is my 15th year in business um we just a few years ago we just bought the building that we're in and like i said we just got um to have our recital at the veterans memorial auditorium in providence four years ago so i mean it took a long time and you can't give up and you really i have a sign in my office that says dreams don't work unless you do like it does not come easy and you have to stay diligent and you know just be committed so absolutely yeah um is the recital already scheduled for yes. uh, for this year? My recital is scheduled for the next two years. Let's go. 
<laughs> yeah, I have to sign because we get because we're lucky and we get to have our show at you know such a nice venue. Um, I have to sign my contract to book my day like years out oh, in okay. advance. So when yeah, our recital is uh, Saturday, June 15th at 2 p.m. at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence. And uh, yeah, I, I can tell you when you sign up, when you sign up for dance class, I can tell you any date that you're going to need to know from the time you walk in the door until the session is over. Um, a lot of my parents, my dance parents, the family say I'm very, very organized. Um, I follow schedule i know when things are going to be and when they're scheduled they really they really do happen so yeah that's when our recital yeah is. absolutely yeah. that's good knowing an owner of a business is has everything in line like oh, that I'm, that's I'm, important that's, you know i'm very 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 organized that's awesome <laughs> um well, cool is there uh so we talked about the registering mm-hmm. uh, stu- students um so once they register, what, what can they expect from... Uh... Well, what, we're, what we work on from September to pretty much December are all like skill sets, um, say whatever subject they're signed up for, ballet, tap, jazz, acro, hip hop, whatever it is. Um, the teachers and I, we all have lesson plans in their month by month. So from September to about, like I said, December, we're working on like the essentials of whatever that subject is, um, skill sets that they would need to work on. We're also building strength and endurance and flexibility right now and working on putting all those pieces together. And then from uh, January to about February, then they're putting all those those things that they have learned together into choreography that um, creates a dance that we do in June for our recital. So they're learning all of that choreography. Each class learns a dance routine. It's about two and a half minutes to three minutes, depending on their age. The older kids can obviously remember more than the younger kids. Um, And then from February until June, we're... um, working on stage presence and um, cleaning things up and just getting ready for the performance. Um, At Thanksgiving time, the teachers and I all sit down and we pick out costumes for the recital and then um, all the songs that we have to pick for the recital, then I have to edit all the music. So those are all things that are going on behind the scenes and while the kids are, you know, working on on, uh, their choreography for the recital. That's tough stuff. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. a lot. It really, it, it really is a lot. Yeah. And it's a lot of people that even come to dance once a week, they don't, they don't realize how much stuff goes on behind oh, the yeah. scenes. Which I think that part is so fun. I love the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I, I mean, I love the whole thing. That I wouldn't if I didn't. I wouldn't, you know, be the director of a school, but there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't really think about until they get to the show and all of these kids are on stage and everything happens in, you know, in the same amount of time as would be in a movie. Like our show's only two and a half hours long and there's like a two intermissions and boom, 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 everything happens and they're like, wow, yeah, how does yeah, this, yeah. It, well, I'm a really organized person. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, cause I did, uh, I was an enrichment teacher once for uh, YMCA and part of like our end of the, I can't, it might have been like an eight week program. It was really short, mm-hmm. but part of it we did uh, each grade did like a like a dance for it. And yep. like uh, I remember the girl that was teaching, uh, what grade was she teaching? Because uh, I was third and fourth. She may have been like first or something like that. And it was just like, a, and it came out like, I mean, to me it looked okay. Like <laughs> from a dancing perspective, it might have been different. But but I was like, I go, I can't, I, I don't know if like, I have a lot of patience, but I don't know if I could uh, try <laughs> to choreograph uh, a first a, grade. A uh, lot of dance. patience. A lo- you can't take anything. Like I said, everybody learns differently. That's that's what they taught you in school. And you can't take it personally if somebody yeah. doesn't get something right away. And you just have to think of all the different ways that, you could explain something to someone or, you know, some people see things and they learn it. Some people hear things and they yeah. learn it. Some people learn things by doing it. So every lesson that you plan it has to incorporate, you know, those three different ways to make sure everybody in the class 
gets the concept you're working on. And and I have a lesson plan for every class that we teach. So every 45-minute class that I teach, I've probably spent an hour, you know, pre-planning and making sure that, you know, I've got all the information I need to make sure that everybody learns what they need to learn. Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, to me, I'm... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying I was too naive to think of it, but it's like I did. There's a huge educational uh, component to to dance. It's not just like, you know, it's not just like a physical activity like in a sport. But there's right. also learning that goes on right. behind the scenes and, too. And I think it it teaches kids time management skills because they go to school all during the day, and then you know they get out of school and they have to learn to come home and get their homework done or if they want to join an after school program they have to do that and then do their homework and then eat dinner and then come to dance and then you know that's that's an important life skill um learning to listen and follow directions and be part of a team and knowing when to be a leader and when to be a team member um and you know just learning how to be a respectful you know person in society so i mean it's definitely a lot of you know, life skills too, as well. It's not just. Yeah, it's just like in sports. Like they're learning something there they probably wouldn't learn in a in a classroom. That's right. I know. That's how I always looked at sports because mm-hmm. sometimes like discipline and just working as a team, yes, people absolutely. just have no idea. What absolutely <laughs> discipline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But alrighty, folks, we're in the studio with Erin Riley talking about the Dance Factory. She is the owner, director, and a teacher at the studio. We're going to take our, our quick break, and then we'll uh, come back and wrap things up, and we'll be here until 9 o'clock. Uh, so uh, stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. Rhode Island College will hold their fall open house on Saturday, November 3rd from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. in the Murray Center. Prospective students will have the opportunity to meet one-on-one with faculty and staff to learn about programs and student services. Students can explore Rick's campus through tours of the Quad, Fine and Performing Arts Center, Residence Halls, and the Rec Center. There will also be academic presentations and an informational presentation on admissions and financial aid. Are you one of the 30 million Americans who skip breakfast every day? We don't need to remind you that skipping breakfast can have a detrimental effect on your health. The Breakfast Place, located at 187 Pleasant Street, across from the Shell gas station, has been serving their customers meals made to order for over 30 years using vegetables from local farms and cage-free eggs. Owner Casey Darconti opens the breakfast place every day from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. for breakfast and lunch. And for those on the go, all meals are available for takeout. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Alrighty, folks, we're back in studio with Erin Riley. We'll be here until uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, we're talking about the Dance Factory. She is the owner, director, and a teacher uh, at the Dance Factory in Attleboro. Uh, so we've talked about uh, you know, the mission behind the Dance Factory. It's your local dance studio, kind of the, the different programs that she offers at the studio. It's open to all ages, boys, girls, uh, as early as 18 months. Yep, that was the 18 earliest. months, yep. And what's the oldest you go up to? Um, our weekly classes go up to um, 18 years old, and then our we have adult classes, and those are drop-in classes. They're like once a month. They're based on interest. So if you're an adult and you're out there and you want to learn how to dance, you should give us a call. It's 508-222-0207 and just say what you're interested in. And we've done ballet classes. We've done tap, jazz, hip hop. Um, Like I said, the adult classes are just strictly based on interest in drop-in. So it's a short-term commitment. They're once a month. In the summertime, we do like a five-week program. So it's like very short and quick and, you know, drop-in classes to fit your busy schedule. Yeah, so, so the drop-in, that's just the, you You have a set day for it, and then people yep, can just show like up to it? Yep, it's like 
Tuesday, such and such a day from this time to this time, and you call and save your spot, and you just come in and take the class. And yeah, it's 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 good for people's schedules because, like I said, it's like a short-term commitment, and it's open to everybody. It's like a catch-all class. I always say it's open to all different levels, and yeah, it's a fun time. Awesome. Uh, I was thinking, too, during the break that uh, – so you're the owner, the director, the teacher, so you have a lot of <laughs> different hats. You I wear have. a lot of different hats. <laughs> and so I was wondering, uh, when you're starting a business, what was, kind of like, maybe the, one of the biggest concerns you had or worries that you were worried about something and kind of <laughs> how, how you uh, overcame it? Well, when I started – I was very naive and didn't know what I should have been afraid of. <laughs> now, 15 years into it, now, you know, you have more knowledge and now you know what you, you know, you need to worry about. Um, when I first started, I we were in a little teeny building and like I said, I, I came fresh out of college and when you're, you know, when you're that age, you know everything. <laughs> so um, I, you know, expected I would have tons and tons of people. And my family teases me I about this. I wanted a sign that says, the line forms here. And <laughs> then, like, nobody came to registration. And it was just me by myself. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, and like I said, it things the studio grows and once you find like your niche and your mission statement and once everything once I found that and I said okay I need to be your neighborhood dance school the professional serious dance school for everyday people of all ages and levels then you know that's when you know I really found myself and found you know our niche of of being a dance studio but you know learning how to uh, I'm lucky that I get to worry about the fun stuff at my business I worry about the classes and the kids and choreographing the dances and what I need to teach the kids picking out the costumes editing the music all of that fun stuff I'm lucky because my parents um, are my business partners and my we all have our jobs that we worry about everybody stays in their lane and we just do it and I like I said I get to worry about the fun stuff my dad worries about all the money things and things that have to get paid for and when um and then my mom worries about all the registration and you know everybody's the bookkeeping and answering the phones and taking messages and um you know being at the front desk I mean when when the building that we bought was for sale, I drove by 35 Park Street in the morning because usually I go to the studio in the morning and I do all my planning. I return all my phone calls, all this, the behind-the-scenes stuff, and then I go home and then I come back um, after lunch and, and start teaching. But in the morning, I drove by 35 Park Street and the window was empty and the building was empty. And then when I drove back, to go home at lunchtime, there was a for sale sign in the window. And all I had to do, and like I said, I am beyond lucky to be able to do this. All I had to do was call my dad <laughs> and say, uh, 35 Park Street is for sale. And he said, yeah, what do you want me to do about that? I said, we need to buy that. <laughs> we the, the dance factory needs to buy 35 Park Street. So can, can you figure that out? And and he did. So, I mean, that's, I like I said, I get to worry about the fun stuff. And um, I, you know, I see how much things cost and yeah. and know, but I'm I'm lucky, like I said, that I, I don't, that's not my lane. You have a good support system. You have <laughs> I a good do. Team I wouldn't, you. I really, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. There's not enough hours in the day. And I always say, I know, I, I know my job well i know how to do my job i don't claim to know how to do anybody else's job yeah, but yeah. i do know how to do my job well that's so, awesome yeah um let's see uh so all the the other instructors there they all have like uh, backgrounds in, in dance too um i have let's see miss amanda she teaches um all the acro classes and she is certified by the acrobatic arts program um, like I said, they they work with the Cirque du Soleil people. So if people come in and sign up for acrobats and tumbling, they are in um, safe hands. And um, Mr. Wallace, he is a former professional ballet dancer from Europe. So he 
um, definitely has a strong background in ballet. Um, we have Miss Chrissy, who teaches Irish step in ballet, and she also went to Bridgewater State College, so um, that's her background. And then Joe and Gio, who teach hip hop, they have this is like their sixth year teaching with us, and they have tons of performance experience. And then um, our other teacher, Miss Ashley, she's been with me for 11 years. She's our stage manager. She has um, a background in dance and competition. And she's, like I said, she's our stage manager. She's she's excellent. Nobody else could do that job. Um, and then we have um, Miss Jen, who's like my right hand on the competition team. She is in class with me and, you know, just is my... She's like my like wingman. She's my wingman. Or, or wing woman, yeah. <laughs> you know, anything anything uh that, you know, we're trying to do for competition, she's there and she and I and Miss Amanda and Miss Ashley, we all, you know, have competition background and experience. So yeah. Um everybody is they're in good hands. Good hands. In yep. Good hands. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's good because I I see you're really passionate about it. So it's really nice to to see to to know that there's good teachers out there teaching it, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's in our neighborhood too. Yeah, it's your neighborhood dance school yeah. at 35 Park Street. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, let's see. So your biggest we talked about your biggest worry when you were uh, dancing. I do, when I opened, I didn't have any worries because yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. what to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, but what was uh. So you guys, prior to uh, the 35 Park Street, where were you guys uh, before that? We were on, um, down on 25 Riverbank Road, and then we were there, and then before that, um, we were at, we were on Central Ave in Seekonk, and the only reason we moved from Seekonk to Riverbank was because we outgrew that space, and my lease was up, and I needed to, you know, find a bigger place that I could fit into. We moved to... Um, Riverbank Road, same thing. My my lease was up, and I was I was ready to find a permanent home. So now we moved to Thirty Five Park Street, but that now we have a permanent home where we'll be forever, and a permanent to, for class, and then a permanent home for our our recital. So that's awesome. Now I've got, you know, we've got the the studio and the recital venue. What are some of the uh, like the goals you have for the studio? You know, like, like five years from now, and, and so is there like a specific goal you're like, I really want to eventually, I want to be able to do this, or I want something for the studio to be able to do this in the community or or whatnot. Well, that was, kind of, a, that was me, kind of a big question. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a heavy question. I would say if you had asked me that question ten years ago, yeah, uh, or even or yeah, ten years ago, I always thought okay, well, when I'm into this, like maybe 10 years deep or 15 years deep, I always thought, oh, I would love to like have my own competition, like, you know, and open it up to like recreational dance schools. And then like once I got into um, there are not enough hours in the day to (laughs) literally do anything else. I mean, um, I I would just, I I would like for as many people as possible to know what's going on in my classroom because I come I come out of the classroom sometimes and I think man I wish everybody knew what was going on in here because yeah. the kids are learning so much they're having so much fun um, like I said I feel like the teachers are so smart and knowledgeable and they're so passionate I would just love to you know have more and more people just know what's happening in our classrooms and and what a what a value I think you have in downtown Attleboro. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. All right, um, let's see. So we usually uh, I mentioned earlier in the show that we kind of do uh, we end the show on the <laughs> wait before we get to the history questions. Is there something you really want to make sure we we cover that we haven't covered? That. If you are out there and you want to take dance class, you should call the Dance Factory because it's not too late to register and you shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be afraid to try something new. Um, you you grow outside your comfort zone and that's when you, you know, make yourself a be- better person. So come and just come and see what we have to offer because I promise there is a spot for 
anybody there. That's awesome. You guys have a Facebook page too, right? That we people do. can look you up we on? We do. We do. I think I tagged, I like checked in here on Facebook. Oh, okay. um, I checked in that I was on your show. So <laughs> if you're friends with me on Facebook or you follow the Dance Factory on Facebook um, or you follow your show, you can find a link. And even if you just follow the page and just see see all the things that's that are going on, I always... I was posting things like in September we did the the pet supply drive. In yep. October we did the we started the enrichment program at St. John's. Um, I you know I'm I'm trying to you know venture out and really be that you know your neighborhood dance school and really be a valuable part of the community. So even if you just follow the Facebook page or we're on Instagram too and just see what's going on, see what's happening like. In Attleboro. In I your mean, neighborhood. You live here in your neighborhood <laughs> dance school. Yeah. Um, all right. So it all started because a lot of people know me. And I love history and whatnot. So a question that I was asked once, and I always I th- think it's a nice question to ask to our guests and whatnot, is if you could talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you could talk to anyone from history, or just in, it doesn't have to be like a historical figure or anything, just anyone in general, mm-hmm. and ask them uh, one question, who would you want to talk to and what would you want to ask them? I always tell my students because they always, like you had mentioned about all the dance shows on TV, I always tell my students, the best dance show on TV is the World of Dance show. I would love to pick Derek Huff, J-Lo, and Neo's brains just about um, things that they look for when they're watching a performance group or the comments that they make to these dancers are just so smart and intelligent. And um, I would love to... Um, really see their score sheet and see what they're looking for um, in in young dancers, so that I could be able to, um, you know, convey that to my students. I just think their comments are very, very, very smart. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Any uh, anything else you want to wrap up with? No. Call your neighborhood dance school five zero eight two 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 zero two zero seven and sign up for dance class. <laughs> <laughs> Already, folks. There you have it. It's uh, today we talked to. Uh, uh, Mary uh, Mary Dwyer from the Society of the Saint Paul uh, Society of Saint Vincent de Paul, uh, and talked about their uh, you know their projects they're working on and whatnot. And then we just spoke to Erin Riley, who uh, is the owner and director and teacher at the Dance Factory. Uh, next week it would it's going to be Halloween. And Halloween so, next yeah, week. Yeah, and we will uh, from the first the first half of the show. Uh, we'll have an interview with uh, the education director from the Salem Witch uh, Museum in Salem. And then for the second half, we'll be doing music uh, for the, that remaining hour. So, uh, everyone, thank you again for joining us, and uh, we'll, see, we'll do it all again next week. Have a good one. <laughs>